0: So we're doing a series about marriage in the process of breakdown. And I was thinking about how we break down in the beginning of the marriage. So we get married to the person that we want to be married to. It's a beautiful wedding we're so in love with this person. We see ourselves with them forever. This this feeling that we have encapsulate everything that we ever could imagine. It's amazing. We feel Love And it fills every cell of our body. And, and being around this person is electric and wonderful and exciting. And, the, and for the guy that was about the chase and they chased her and they got her. And it's like nobody else got her, but I did. And that feeling of accomplishment, the feeling of winning something. And then it disappears for anybody who's ever played sports and you've won a game, you've won a victory and it felt great and you're celebrating and you're screaming and hooting and hollering and carrying on and it's just this amazing feeling you have about winning something. It's the feeling that we get when we get married and we won this bride and we won this man. But like any day after winning the game, I don't care if it was the Super Bowl or the World Series, the next morning, it isn't there anymore. The feeling of that elation of winning of accomplishment goes away. And and in some ways, it's like, we got to start all over again. We got to go train again. We're back at square one and we're evaluating, even though we won, we're still evaluating how we could have done better. That's in sports. It's also part of life. So I want to talk about that. So this is Kimberly Brenner, and you're listening to the Real Marriage Conversation podcast. And I help couples create a loving and sustainable marriage in the face of it's easier to walk away than to make it work. Just because you feel that your marriage isn't working doesn't mean you can't make it better. And this is the series about marriage and the process of breakdowns. And so today I want to talk about this thing we call love, that feeling that we go after and we have to have, and it's so important, and we marry the person we love. I love that. We marry the person we love. You know, years and years ago, That wasn't the case. There were arranged marriages. Two people didn't know each other. They get together for the first time or maybe they knew each other because the families knew each other and the families decided that this was a good match and they didn't have love and what usually says is you'll get to love them. You'll learn to love them. Well that was interesting and people believed it. You will learn to love them. And then what would happen later is girls would say but I don't love him I don't want to marry him and the families wouldn't give up a big fight and they would go okay fine marry the person that you love so we for the last hundred years we really have this mindset of marry the person you love but the interesting thing about love like like winning the Super Bowl or or the uh, football game is the next morning, that feeling of winning isn't there anymore. That feeling of elation, of, of accomplishment, that loving feeling. And, and the other thing is, all of our emotions, how we feel is directly related to what we're telling ourselves. So imagine, go back to when you were dating your spouse. Notice what you were telling yourself. Things like, oh, I can't wait to see him tonight. Or I hope he calls me. And all of these thoughts that you were having that actually created a feeling in your body. Yeah, like I'm winning. This is great. Go out there and make it happen. Why was it that in in football games that at halftime The team was losing, and at halftime, they would have the halftime talk by the coach, and the coach would put thoughts into their heads and, and say things to their players that would make them go, yeah, 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 and they would change how they would feel, and they would get out there for the second half of the game, and they would win. Yes, how we feel is changed by what we think. And so we're dating. And we can't wait to see them. And we tell ourselves, I really love this person. And we're actually affirming it. We affirm what we feel. And then we feel what we just affirmed. And then we get married. And we don't have to win anymore. There's no challenge. There's no going after somebody. There's no, I don't have to accomplish anything. I kind of got the ring in a way. And we don't try anymore. And we're not telling ourselves things like, oh, I can't wait to see him when he comes home. Can you imagine what your marriage would be like if you would thought the same thought you did when you were dating and you're at home waiting for your spouse to come home and you're thinking, oh my God, I can't wait until they walk through that door and they're there with me. Oh, it would be the most amazing marriage you could ever imagine. But that isn't what we think, is it? No, it's did he pick up the milk or I'm at home with the with the children and they're they're driving me crazy, and we have all of these thoughts that make us feel less than love, and then we say, "Sure, I love my partner. I'm just not in love with them." We talked ourselves out of that feeling, so it really is important that we recognize when our marriage starts to break down when the conversations are changing how we feel, and how we feel is not very loving. And so we need to create a script, go back in time, think about the things you told yourself when you were dating this person, how wonderful they were. And one of the conversations that I have in my ebook, The Seven Conversations to Make a Good Marriage Great, has to do with the conversation of greatness. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to your spouse and tell them what's great about them. Really, what's great about you is, and then tell them what I love about you is, and tell them what I like about you is. So it would sound like this, you know, what's great about our life together is that you come home to me every night, and I know where you are, and you work so hard for us as a family. And for the husband to say, you know, what's great about my life is that I come home to this beautiful wife who made dinner, who's looking after the kids, who is happy to see me. What's great about you is that. And what I love about you is the way your hair smells. And what I like about you is that you take such good care of yourself. Whatever it may be, find little things about your spouse. It doesn't have to be big things. And point them out and fill your whole body with that gratitude feeling. What's great about you, what I love about you, and what I like about you. And say it out loud. Say it verbally. And look into his eyes when you do it. Look into her eyes when you say it. And then let me know how that turns out. This is Kimberly Brenner wishing you a loving and sustainable marriage and I am your badass relationship coach. Bye.